welcome to Transformate today. I'm super excited to be here with Annie and Lucy, and we're going to be talking about collaborative leadership. And so welcome, first of all, great to have you. Thank you. Great. Um, so obviously the two of you have an incredible amount of experience as executive leadership uh, coaches over the years. Uh, I think something like 40 years between you. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about what this collaborative leadership approach uh, means to you and how you sort of bring that uh, onto the teams that you work with? Sure. Um, our main focus on collaborative leadership really came about recently when Annie and I had the opportunity to collaborate together and she invited me to work with her in a client here in Dubai who were looking to build a culture of inclusivity and diversity. And it really gave us an opportunity to think about the work that we bring into organizations and with the leaders and teams we work with and really drill down into the key leadership behaviors that we focus on. And we realized through our own collaboration that actually all the time we're working to create collaborative leadership to help people come up out of their silos, to come up out of their own ways of thinking, to think bigger, to be connected to a bigger purpose than their individual one, or even that of their team, but to really go for a bigger cause to generate bigger results. And as we were working with this um, and preparing to work with this client, it came upon us that actually the foundation behaviors that we've been working with, with our leaders and teams all these years, can be condensed into curiosity, courage, and compassion or care. And from that, we have created a whole framework to help leaders really step into a more collaborative leadership approach. What we've found is that through practicing these behaviours of curiosity, courage and care is that it helps people to build belief, to build confidence and that it helps create a commitment to themselves and to each other and in turn that drives competitive edge. So I love that curiosity, courage and care. So. What does that look like in an organization? Like, how does that represent itself? Let's take curiosity first. Curiosity is about really listening and noticing. And rather than jumping to conclusions or making judgments, it's about staying open, being asking questions, being interested in other people, being interested in oneself and one's own response to a situation. and seeking to find out more rather than judging what somebody is saying and we found that this being curious is really important for leadership and really important for collaborative leadership courage is about being brave and sometimes that's about being vulnerable so being really open and leading through being open about how somebody is thinking, how they're feeling, making requests of other people, and being brave in sharing who they are and what they're about with each other. And in turn, practicing care is about empathy and about understanding each other more deeply through these practices. So really listening for that deeper understanding and caring of the person, not just what they're doing, about who they are 
rather than just what they're doing. So these points, you know, sound so on point, I say, even for all kinds of relationships, but I can see how that could really transform the relationships within an organization and totally shift the focus and, and from what we sort of normally may go about and may approach things, particularly in business. So what kind of difference can a company uh, expect to experience within their teams while once they sort of start to shift the, this awareness towards curiosity, courage and care? We found that what it actually gives the opportunity to create and build is more confidence, compassion and commitment in individuals, teams and in fact right across the culture of the organisation. The way that we explore the whole um, elements of curiosity, courage and care are very much grounded in self-awareness. So individuals and teams come away with a much deeper understanding of not only themselves, but also of each other, which lends itself to stronger relationships, braver conversations, um, the ability to take a bit more of a risk in being creative, um, in being open to new ways of thinking. Um, and new ways of, of being and doing things. And this in turn can generate more employee engagement, um, more job satisfaction, more energy and creativity, innovation, um, and indeed more commitment to um, their roles, the organisation, um, particularly because we will usually do some work on what the bigger purpose is of the organisation and individuals have an opportunity to really explore what their connection is with that based on their own personal values, based on their professional ambitions, based on their bigger purpose, if you like, in terms of the impact that they want to have in the world. So higher engagement, more committed um, employees and teams, more openness in the conversation, um, being able to resolve difficult issues quicker because people are feeling more courageous about raising them and more skilled in actually resolving them together. One of the other things that we found building on that is also that people are able to have conversations with each other about how they impact on each other. So they really have a deeper understanding of their own behaviour the self-awareness coming from what they personally notice but they're able to get that kind of feedback that helps them to really show up as they would like to in line with their values and what they really care about and linking that to the bigger purpose and a, a real commitment to each other's success. There tends to be more generosity of spirit as well, um, more kindness if you like. Um, and in fact recently we were working with an organisation who wanted explicitly to build a culture of care. And although they were very much focused on caring for their customer, their end users in the external world, they've kind of forgotten that that needed to be turned internally as well, to have their employees, their teams to feel cared for, supported, valued. Um, and when you turn the lens inwards to do that, um, it's amazing what's, what's possible to achieve when people can feel kinder towards each other. And it's interesting that in the world that we're in at the moment, the whole challenge around COVID is actually encouraging people, um, and if not requesting people, to show more kindness towards each other because we all go through our own challenges. Um, so I think it's going to be a growing attribute that organisations are going to be looking to cultivate and develop across their cultures. 
Yeah, I was actually just reading something very surprising to me today that something like 40% of employees in this current you know, situation haven't been asked even by their companies how they're doing, how they're getting along. And as a result, these are obviously also the people that will suffer the, the most. So this type of work is, is always crucial, but now it's more so than ever. And I can see how you know this taps into lots of really important um, key performance indicators that companies have from a human resources perspective, but from all different kinds of areas. And of course, always one of the interesting or one of the sort of the key points of uh, senior leadership uh, is always like, okay, great, but how is this going to help us deliver results? So maybe you can touch a little bit on that. One of the things that we've noticed, picking up on being kinder to each other and finding out how we really are. So one of the questions that we will ask people and does take courage, which we referenced around uh, being braver and being able to be more vulnerable, is that as leaders, we need to create an environment in which people feel safe to be able to be more open and honest, but also more innovative more creative that gives that competitive edge and that people get much greater clarity from being able to have those bigger conversations because they feel safe they're able to bring different ideas they're able to share how they feel about things and how they connect with them which uh, helps them to move things forward and to deliver results there's also the opportunity to really tap into the collective intelligence of an organisation when you're working above silos that might naturally appear between departments or functions or even hierarchy. So to really get the opportunity to tap into the full power and ability and innovation and creativity of the whole organisation when you're truly collaborating can generate some quite impressive results. And we've had great experiences when we're working with teams, organisations in this way, where we'll create a project in line with the strategic goals to help create a collaborative team that come together in a whole different way than they used to be doing. And in fact, we, um, in recently, Annie came up with a new name for these. So rather than call them a task force, we call them a relationship force. And that's what it's all about, is building new relationships, stronger relationships, people are able to really rise up to the demands that they're facing at work but in, in an engaged way that unleashes the full potential of the organisation. Um, those relationships are very supportive, very challenging as well so that people are able to really grow their relationships and grow them widely and through that be able to cut through sometimes the hierarchy and be able to really meet each other where they're at as human beings and that seems especially important at this time. One of the questions Lucy and I often like to start with by asking is how are you really? Mm -hmm. So we really invite people to know how they really are beyond the fine I'm okay but to really be open with each other and through these relationships in which they feel supported and challenged are able to really make a bigger difference for the organization. Yeah, Lucy and I, we talked about this in our last uh, conversation, also about you know how to be more human again. Mm -hmm. And I think this is you know one of the key takeaways or key reminders that we can really tap into 
and after this you know experience that we're going through right now in order to help us to grow and develop and not sort of just go back to where we were but indeed creating new things a newer better future there's a real opportunity in the past having these kind of conversations dealing with our feelings developing our awareness thinking about our intentions and our purpose our relationships together might have been perceived as being the soft fluffy stuff um, that we'll get round to one day when we've got the time, the budget, the energy, the inclination. That's changing more than ever before. Organisations are seeing and feeling the importance and also the benefit, the business value of treating people with respect, building trust, building safe spaces where people can bring them whole, their whole selves to work, um, to really fully engage, to support and challenge each other. Um, so some of the themes that we work with um, are learning through failure. How do you bounce back from making mistakes? How mm. do you do that in a resilient way? How do you have the tough conversations that you need to have um, to raise some of these issues? How do you disagree artfully? So when you're raising these issues, it doesn't turn into conflict or an argument and a shutdown of um, possibility. But in fact, it's opening, opening up, opening up more avenues of exploration. Yeah, and actually, sometimes you know, particularly senior leadership can sometimes go about separating themselves from the human resources aspect in the sense that business is business, and then HR they take care of the the people. But this, what you what you're talking about now, is actually how do we kind of bring that into the the threads of the organisation? in order to get the results that we're looking for in our bottom line. Absolutely, absolutely. Leading with belief, with hope, with optimism, with clarity, all of these things are essential. So everyone's clear on what their contribution is to that bottom line and knows what their value is, knows how they're contributing to achieving those results. We help people, leaders in the organisations that they are working in, to create a culture in which everybody feels like they matter and everybody has a contribution to make. So the approach itself lends it to itself to leading culture change, to making a real difference throughout the organisation. Yeah. So if you can finish off by giving us maybe three key tips or recommendations that leaders can take away from this and really start implementing uh, in order to kick off their, their journey uh, for collaborative leadership. Well, let's get back to where we started with the foundation leadership behaviours that we've seen time and time again over the years that we've been working with leaders and their teams or organisations that make a difference. So staying curious, staying open to new possibilities, asking more questions than you give answers, being open to new avenues, new ways of doing things. Second up would be call on your courage, get used to being comfortable with being uncomfortable, take risks, learn from mistakes, be brave. And then finally, show your compassion and care. Kindness doesn't have to cost anything at all and yet it can make a huge difference to your people, to your colleagues, to your business. Show up, connect, listen and support.
Amazing. Yeah, I mean, this is really the foundations of uh, leaders of the future, that conscious leadership. So thank you so much for sharing that very um, important information uh, with us today, with our viewers, that they can really start implementing into their businesses. And thanks for being on uh, Transformate TV. Thank you. Thank you. Love <laughs> talking with you, Maria, and uh, look forward to our next conversation. Yes, me too. So much more to discuss. Absolutely. Thank you. And so for those of you who are interested in finding out a bit more uh, about collaborative uh, or about the collaborative leadership approach, feel free to drop us an email and we'll provide you some more information and we'll keep you updated um, with the rest of the work that Lucy and Annie are doing. So thank you so much for watching today and we'll see you soon.